Path to Pro, the best of who's next. What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Path to Pro podcast. As always, this is your host, Calista Tyree, and I'm here with a special guest today. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hey, everyone. I'm uh, I'm Chris Holmes. I'm super excited to be here. Thanks for having me. And Chris, tell us a little bit about yourself, um, how you got started in soccer, and then obviously eTOR program is what we're going to be talking about today. Right, right. Yeah. Um, so I grew up in Arkansas, in Conway, Arkansas, um, right outside of Little Rock. I uh, played my club soccer there. Um, I did ODP the whole nine yards. Um, and then I graduated from high school and got recruited to play at University of Central Arkansas, which is in my hometown, five minutes from my house. Um, it was the best. I loved being the hometown kid. Um, so I did that for four years. Um and I graduated in May of 2019. Yeah, like about a, two years ago almost. Um, and then over the summers, I was playing USL2. I played for the Little Rock Rangers, who are a new team, and then GPS Maine as well. Um, after college, I kind of I did a lot of things. And um, in the past two years, I tried to find my way. I wanted to keep playing soccer. Um, mm. And then now I'm with the eTour program, and I'm super excited to talk to you about it. Yeah, so let's just dive right into what eTour is. Um, I think a lot of the players that are going to be listening to this episode are super interested and might um, be interested in going into the program, maybe. So let's talk about what it is. Yeah, for sure. Um, so eTour um, is a company. They have two programs. Um, the first is for high school kids. Um, it's for kids who are seniors who have graduated um, and they aren't being highly recruited or they need another year for growth. Um, so what they would do is with the eTOR program, they would come to Spain for a year. Um, they would play for the eTOR team, um, which is they would train in the morning with a selected group that they all come over to Valencia, um, play together. And then what's special is they're, they're um, evaluated and mm -hmm. placed with a Spanish side as well. So in the morning, they're training with the eTOR team. And in the afternoon, they're playing with a Spanish squad that's kind of tailored to their skill level. Um, which pushes them. And then they also do showcases as well um, so they can get recruited back to play in the U.S. Um, and then... Interesting. Yeah, I know. It's really cool. I wish I would have known about it when I was in high school. It, it could have been really useful. Um, and then the second program is the one that I'm doing right now. It's the master's program. Um, so it's for college grads like myself. Um, and you come here to Spain. Um, it's for people who are looking to continue to play and also do their masters at the same time. Um, so like I would enjoy playing college soccer at the moment. Um, I loved every minute of it back when I was playing, um, but my eligibility is up. So this is the next step for me. Um, and what eTOR does is basically the same thing they do with the, um, with the high school players. They bring you over here, they evaluate you, they place you with a team um, that is to your skill level, not some team that's going to be like easy where you're going to easily play. It's a team that's going to push you um, to make you really show who you are as a player. Um, and they also connect you with a university. So for me, I'm currently at um, Universidad Europea, uh, the Real Madrid School. So I'm doing my master's in sports management and business administration. That is so exciting to hear. And honestly, <laughs> something that a lot of people should be, you get to go to school in Europe and like experience this whole new world. And just, 
I think that's so amazing. So what made you, I mean, obviously being from the States, what made you decide to pursue that master's program in Spain? Like, were you kind of hesitant on it or was it kind of just a hundred percent solid decision for you? It was a complete roller coaster, to be honest. Um, I, when I was in college, I knew I wanted to do a master's program, but I just assumed it would be after I played, like I would finish my playing career and then I would go and do a master's somewhere. Um, and when I graduated, I was like, okay, let me see what my options are. I play for a small D1 school. I'm not going to get drafted. Um, so my first thought was immediately I'm going to go overseas. So that's what I did. I moved to Australia right after I graduated um, and played there for a little bit. And that didn't work out. Um, so I came back to the U.S. I um, was a little bit discouraged and I was trialing. I trialed for some USL teams and then I got on a plane and I trialed in um, Iceland, and then I trialed in the Netherlands, and then nothing was going my way. I, I was like, no after no after no, and I was like, man, I'm just, I'm like, out of options at this point. Um, and that's when Chimo called me. Um, he's one of the um, co-owners of Etour, and he was like, hey, I have this really cool program. I know uh, if you like, for me, the biggest part of my athletic career at UCA was the academic side. Like I probably wasn't the guy that was going to win like all conference, like player of the year or anything like that. But I was always on like all academic team. I was like, that is my time to shine. That's like where, what I'm good at. Um, but he was like, Hey, we have this cool program. You can come to Spain. You can do your masters. And at first I was like, well, I don't speak Spanish. So that's probably a no for me. And he was yeah. like, no, no, the masters is in English. You'll learn when you get over here. Um, and you have tons of options of teams. There's so many teams in Madrid, um, and you can find a really good team and then you can work your way up if you're looking to play professionally or, um, and if you're playing, you can do your masters while you're playing. So you're climbing towards a goal, regardless of what you're trying to do. That is amazing to hear. I like to just see the educational and then like the sport side of it, yeah. especially because here in the States, it's kind of like. I, they like to stay student athlete, but it's kind of like either one or the other. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, so the emphasis on both is super important. I wanted to ask you back on the soccer side, what's what's the level of play like out there and like um, the name of the club that you've been playing with currently? And how has that process been for you? Yeah, so um, I play for Edi Comnar Viejo, which is about uh, 20 minutes north of Madrid. Um, and I play in the fourth division, which is the fifth tier in Spain. It's called Preferente. Um, and my team is, they're a group of guys that are really, really talented because the club wants to promote. Um, that's been their goal. They've always wanted to sit in that, like actually fourth tier of Spanish football. That's where they feel like they deserve to be. Um, so I have a really competitive team, um, in the league that I play in is, pretty similar to the U.S. It's not the typical Spanish style. It's low enough where it's a lot of toughness, a lot of guys like banging around. Um, it's really aggressive, um, but that's where I thrive. It's just like being back in college soccer. Um, but the guys are really good. The The team is really good as well. And do you think that you'll want to stay put in Spain or think your goal is to cut back over here in the States? I... The more I'm here and the more Spanish I learn, the more comfortable I am. And I'd like to stay here for a long time. Uh, to, like, I love this country. I know it's it's a bit odd right now because of COVID. Um, there's a curfew at 10, so there's not much going on at night. Yeah, it's pretty strict here. Yeah, um, but 
the more I learn, the more I want to stay. Um, and Chimo and Jaime warned me when I came. They said, you're going you're gonna to love it, but there's going to be a lot of adversity that comes along. Um, and I was like, yeah, yeah, for sure. And for the first two months I, I was here, I was like, this is, I'm living the dream. This is, there's nothing could possibly go wrong. And then two weeks ago, um, I finally got cleared to play. And I was like, man, what, what could go wrong? And then I started getting homesick and school started getting really difficult. Um, and the drills got more complicated and I feel like I knew less and less Spanish and it got really difficult. And I was like, this is what they're talking about. Okay. And now I'm ready. Now I got to dig in. Now I got to dig deep. And I, I'm in that process right now. I'm like facing a lot of adversity, but I'm ready for it. I know I'm going to make it through. I've got some great friends here. Um, and I think within the next maybe three or four months, I'll be speaking Spanish a lot better. Um, hopefully I'll be almost fluent um, by the time a year rolls around. That's great to hear. I'm glad to see the brighter side of things. Definitely. Especially you're in, you're in Spain. Like how beautiful <laughs> is that? Obviously I understand like COVID is probably like a little crazy right now, but still I think that getting out of the States and being able to like learn about a new culture and like just living in a different place is like so huge in your fundamental growth as a human being. <laughs> exactly. And I'm from a small town in Arkansas and now I'm living in one of the most like populated cities in the world. Like it's just, it blows my mind. I walk down the street sometimes and I'm like, wow, I'm really doing this. I'm really living in Madrid. Yeah, is your family just so jealous of you and all your yeah, friends? My, my family uh, is going kind of crazy back in the U.S. because they were like, oh, this is perfect. You're going to go to Spain and we can come visit you. That's why they were the most excited. Um, yeah. But it, it's going to be a little bit tricky with COVID. Um, I don't know when they're going to be able to come, but I know they will eventually. Um, so definitely, do you think that you would recommend this program to other players that are considered, number one, a master's degree, and number two, if they're just not seeing success like you were um, here on like the trials in the States with the USL, the NISO, whatever? Yeah, I would definitely recommend the program. I think it depends on the kind of person you are, to be honest. Um, it really takes a big love for the game to be doing something like this because it's something that's completely out of your element. Um, even if you're a Spanish speaker in the U.S., if you're not familiar with traveling or not familiar with going somewhere else, it's really difficult. Um, like I just said, uh, there's a lot of adversity. But like at the end of the day, I'm getting my master's degree at the Real Madrid school and yeah. that I'm playing for a quality team in Spain. And I think especially for those people out there that are um, – at a D1 school that's maybe not so big or at a really good D2, D3 or NAI school um, who are just probably going to be looked over in the draft. Um, it's an excellent opportunity to get evaluated here to see how well you're doing. And if you want to go back and play in the U.S., you have that experience here in Spain um, that will benefit you greatly. Yeah, I definitely agree. And I think that's why we were, or Eric was super happy to partner with um, the program, just because I feel like we are that platform that gives the players that don't go to the UCLA's and uh, Stanford, you know, of, of colleges in this country, and like they can go through our program and still be seen by the same coaches that are drafting these guys right. in the MLS, obviously. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about next um, Jaime Morales. I know he is one of the major players that were the, the partnership with Path the Pro. So talk to me a little bit about his role in your process with um, Etor. 
Yeah, Jaime is the he's the boss man. Um, I worked mainly when I was coming over with Chimo, his brother, um, and it was a really complicated process to get here because of COVID. Um, so I came right before COVID started. I was doing my trials in Iceland and um, Amsterdam, and then I came over to Spain. I was just going to visit a friend, um, and Jaime or Chimo rather was here. Um, and he was like, let me take you out to lunch and explain the program a little bit. Um, and when he sat down with me, um, the way he explained it, the way that him and Jaime created this company, they like innovated this, this insane program. And I, it was almost like he was giving me something that I didn't know I needed. I was like, this is legitimately what so many people need. So many people that are overlooked. It's, it's the perfect experience. Um, and then I also, I'm, I'm interning with Etour right now as well. Um, and I have a really good friend, Ruben, who's working and he was the one who helped me with the process of getting over here, helping me with my, um, my visa. And I'm the first, um, American, I'm the first one to do the, um, the master's program. There's been a lot of, of the, from the high school kids, but I'm the first from the master's program. Um, so he worked really well with me through that. Um, and it was terrible at times, but they were always there and they were always helping me, which was good. And I'm glad to be on the team and I can hopefully help someone else get over here soon. You said you're getting your ma- your master's in sports management, correct? Yes. Business administration and sports management. How does that look? I know that I studied like similar over here in California. So I wanted to see like what the differences are and like internship wise, like how that looks with going out and like making those connections. Um, the school that I go to is, um, it's really, really interesting because our professors are mainly people who are in the workforce and Mm -hmm. I go to school and I hardly ever have the same professor like over and over again. We do modules. So we have 10 modules. You have to pass each one, um, to get a degree. And the 10th one is an internship. Um, so luckily with ETOR, um, Etour helps you get an internship when you're over here. They have great connections, like insane connections. Um, Jaime and Chimo do. Um, so even if I wasn't interning with Etour, I could have gone to my club director, Itor, um, the team I play with, or the Real Madrid school. They consistently give out um, on our Blackboard, on our module, they have opportunities for internships because it's something we have to have to graduate. Um, so if I wanted to, if the ETOR um, internship, if I'm like, I've fulfilled what I've wanted to do here, and then Real Madrid has an internship that's on my computer, I can say, hey, let me try to apply for this one. Let me go do something which would look absolutely incredible on a resume to exactly. be interning with Real Madrid. But along with that, I have professors that um, really push you. And it's, it's really, really different from the U.S. I'm so used to sitting down, taking a test. Um, getting a grade. And here it's a lot of presentations, a lot of group work, um, and a lot of real world examples that we use in class and a lot of real world presentations that we're going to have to do, which is really challenging for me. But in the end, that's what's going to make me better. Yeah, I agree. I definitely think like when, especially when I'm recommending, like if people want to study sports, want to work in sports um, in the later, in their future, when they're in college, it's like, 
the majors that we have here in the States, it's kind of like, it's not really specific to anything. So it's kind of just learning public speaking and, you know, like the minimal things that I really don't need when it comes to getting those connections to getting right. a job. I love yeah. that you said that they're, they're like literally like just real world skills that you need in order to get like these internships and these jobs. That's yeah. really um, and I also, I feel like I should mention in my class, there's about 30 of us. I think there's like 10 different nationalities, maybe 15. There's people from all over. I think there's a Spanish group that's, um, mainly that's only speaks Spanish and I'm in the English group. Um, so we have about six people from Spain and we have people from Italy, Croatia, Hong Kong, the U S Germany, Amsterdam, we have people from everywhere and it's so cool. And I've become so close um, with a lot of my classmates. We go and we play football after class sometimes, which is one of my favorite things to do. And they're actually all really, really good at soccer, which is, it like blows my mind that I'm just going to play kick around, but all the guys are really good. Yeah, that's, that's great. And I, everybody loves the sport there. That's obviously like oh, yeah. the NFL of, of <laughs> right. right? It's yeah. always football the real football is what i say <laughs> but last question for you um were you a real madrid fan before going Ooh. to school and, and if you weren't have you converted officially i feel like i have to be a real madrid fan like i go to the real madrid school so it would be yeah. kind of taboo to say i'm not i know a lot of guys in my class um they actually aren't but i've been a chicago fire and man city fan um, so I, I mainly follow Man City, but if I'm looking at a La Liga team, I'll pull for Real Madrid just because I'm learning about them every day in class. My professors are telling me about Barcelona, Atletico, and Real Madrid, and then like I look around and I'm like, okay, this is this is real. This is, this is soccer yeah. school at the same time. Um, but yeah, I love the club. I went to a game right before COVID happened, um, and like I, I'm from. I I know I said it a lot. I'm from Arkansas, and like walking into a stadium and seeing all the people that you've seen on TV for so many years, it like made me tear up, gave me goosebumps. Like, it's just like to be to actually be here is just it's insane to me. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm really jealous of you. Actually, I might consider going through this program. Oh my uh, god! Yeah, we we also recruit on the women's side too. So if you're a women's college player out there, I know the the NWSL is extremely competitive, um, and even so, for especially on the women's side, um, the the teams that Chimo and Jaime can connect you with are actually professional teams. Well, um, most of the minutes amateur because the the um, U.S. is kind of behind on the soccer game compared to Spain, but on the women's side, the U.S. Um, is just like light years ahead of everyone. So it's a it's a really good opportunity for women as well. Well, good to hear, especially because now we we have starting our women's pro combine this month with um, mm-hmm. combine coming up. So this is actually really good information for like the female players that are going to be going through our process. Oh yeah. So thank you so much for being on the podcast. I know that all the listeners are going to be so excited to hear this and then like obviously get some insight and maybe think about the next step in their career through eTour. So thank you so much, Chris. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. I really enjoyed being on here. I want to thank Chris Holmes so much for being on the Path of Pro podcast. And I want to give a huge shout out to Path of Pro's newest sponsor, eTour Sports. 
if you are a player that is interested in continuing your education as far as masters go or doing high school overseas in Spain and continuing your professional career in soccer in Spain, you can check out Etour Sports website at e t u r e sports.com. That's e t u r e sports.com. Get to know the process and see what it's all about. And that's it for another episode of the Path Pro Podcast. Once again, if you guys love the content, please subscribe to this podcast as content is continuously going to be coming now week by week. New players, new great people in the game that I'm going to be interviewing on this podcast. So thanks so much for listening again and we'll see you guys next time.